to Logical Light, the quickie, bite-sized podcast from the legal firm Yamalava and Plethka here in Dubai. I'm Tim Elliott. I'm here once again in the Jamira Lakes Towers district with Ludmilla Yamalava, managing partner. How good it is to see you. Indeed, and great to see you as well. Thanks for being back. Today's question is this. Hello, this is Brittany. I'm from America. Uh, I just moved here recently with my husband from the U.S. Uh, we've been here for around two years. Um, I have a couple of children, and we just bought a property here recently. And I've been hearing about all of these will options for non-Muslim expats here, but I'm not really sure which will would be the right option for me. I'm not even sure if I should have a will. Uh, we do have wills in the U.S., uh, so I don't know what having a will here would be, if, if having a will here would be beneficial at all. I've also heard that they're very expensive. So I'd just like to know what my options are. Is it necessary for me to have a will here? What would happen if I don't have one uh, in terms of my children, our property, and any investments that we decide to make later on? So that's what we're going to be talking about today, Ludmilla, why it is so important to have a will here in the UAE if you are a non-Muslim expatriate. So let's jump straight in. It's a question that's hard to ask of yourself to sit and actually write a will to think about uh, writing a will but at some stage we all have to do it uh, as always we're at the beginning let's start at the beginning where do you start well well let's uh, start even earlier than that and that is um, why should an, a non-muslim expat even have a will in okay. the UAE and if he doesn't he or she does not have one uh, what are the repercussions uh, the short answer to that is that in the absence of a will, the Sharia law will apply. So the default law is Sharia. Now, all those who are not Muslims, um, um, Sharia, the application of Sharia law, which is based on Islam, perhaps, is not the, uh, the natural law that they would otherwise want to apply to the disposition of their estate. And um, in short, uh, some of the more notable examples of the application of Sharia law is, for example, if um, once a person dies and um, if the person has still has a living father, then the father inherits a portion, the mother inherits a portion, and um, if he or she had uh, male uh, children, then they will receive two-thirds of what the female children will receive, and if there are no male offsprings, then the brother will inherit, and so on and so forth. So it's a fairly complicated uh, structure and much depends on the family construct at that point in time so it's not even possible to predict as to what will happen when the person dies and so for someone who is coming from a non-islamic uh, background um, the application of a, a such law uh, is um, rather foreign uh, yet uh, so many of uh, non-muslim expats who do come into the uae don't really think about what will happen in the event of the unfortunate event of um, death and uh, but it's it's important to understand that whatever happens the default law um, in the event of death will be sharia so therefore all those who perhaps want a different law to apply to their estate uh, should definitely consider drafting a will okay so that's the first thing to consider understand that you are subject to islamic law sharia law You've decided that you're going to register a will. You've decided that you're going to write a will. What's the step once you've written the will? Where do you register? Well, there are a few options, uh, but um, before I dive into those options, one important issue to highlight in, that, in response to uh, the listener's question, and that is 
Uh, what's a will that is registered outside of the UAE uh, is a much different concept um, of uh, uh, being applicable in the UAE than a will that is registered within the UAE. Uh, so we often get questioned, and as listener asked, um, of uh, those expats who come into the UAE and they presume that uh, wills that are registered in their home countries will automatically apply to their estates here. Mm. And that is not the case. It, it is not utterly impossible to enforce a foreign will. Uh, but in short, enforcement of a foreign will amounts to, in simple terms, is enforcement of a foreign judgment. And that is, first, you would have to enforce the will in, let's say, in this case, in the U.S., and then would have to convert it ultimately into a court judgment and then bring it into the UAE and enforce it as a foreign judgment. And it's um, a rather complicated, lengthy, and expensive process uh, to follow. So therefore, it is much more advisable uh, to have a local will. Now, if you did want to consider doing a local will, which, again, once again, I highly encourage all those non-Muslim expats living here, uh, then there are a few options. And most importantly, uh, the elements which are important to include in the will or consider uh, including in the will are those related to immovable assets or property, real estate property, for example. One and two, uh, guardianship. So if you have minor children, uh, doing a will in the UAE may be particularly important. And this is also important to highlight because for a lot of expats um, who have perhaps come to the UAE not so long ago, uh, and we hear this quite often, they don't naturally believe that drafting a will is in their interest because perhaps they have not yet amassed enough wealth to warrant a will in their own minds. So they hear they're earning and they're more or less supporting themselves with um, their, their earnings and they don't have much of a savings, so therefore they don't consider it's important to have a will. Uh, that may be so. Um, however, if they do have minor children in the UAE, it is extremely important that in the very least you have a will to provide for uh, the guardianship and custody of those children. So it's not perhaps so much about the uh, the the commercial parts of your wealth or the estate, but rather your children. And so that's really the more important uh, element to consider. And with that in mind, it's also important, and then this is the element that is important as well in deciding where to register a will should you uh, decide to do so and when, or whenever you're ready to do so. Um, so just to kind of summarize, the, um, the, more, the, the will should include at least three components. One is all other assets that are uh, that are called movable assets and now we're talking about money perhaps um, cars uh, uh, objects art furniture and uh, other movable type assets then you have immovable assets i.e. real estate property and then you have children so those are the three uh, type of assets if you, if you want to call them that uh, that are important to consider into including in the will and they also depending on whether you have those assets or no those types of assets you will decide which partic uh, particular uh, place to register a will is most appropriate for you uh, so the uh, there are a few options uh, one option and this is the one that we recommend and that is one to register a will in the center that's called the difc wills and probate center and that's the difc stands for dubai international financial center will center and this is um, an interesting construct that is very unique to the uae and that is because it is based on common law 
and while the rest of the UAE is actually a civil law jurisdiction. Uh, so, but the DIFC, which is a free zone, its own independent free zone, is based on common law. And therefore, this DIFC will center is also rooted um, in common law and the laws that apply to uh, the inheritance and the wills in particular are those um, that are common law based on English law. Uh, so this particular center is based on, or the option to register a will in this particular center is based on specific law uh, that was issued a few years ago that clearly allows for the center to accept wills that will include um, immovable property, and that is real estate, and also provide for guardianship and custody issues for children. Uh, so any wills that are registered in the DIFC do expressly allow for the inclusion of all three types of assets, immovable, movable, and guardianship and custody. Uh, that being said, the DIFC wills are fairly expensive. And just the DIFC costs uh, to register a will are 10,000 dirhams, which is about $3,000. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not insignificant for many. And if you have parents, for example, and that is a couple, then presumably they would want to have mirror wills. Uh, in the case of mirror wills, it's about uh, almost 16,000 dirhams to register a mirror will. So if you have a family and you want to have two people to register wills, then it, it can be fairly significant. And so this is one of the issues that many, uh, many have with the DFC Will Center. Uh, now, why the DFC Wills Center for now is still a preferred choice is because it's a fairly well-tested system. We're talking in relative terms, because uh, in general, registering wills for non-Muslim uh, expats is a fairly new development. So therefore, there's not much precedent yet um, that exists in, in showing exactly how these wills are enforced in practice, but the DIFC Will Center is perhaps the most developed and therefore most tested. So there are a number of precedents that have clearly shown successful uh, enforcement of these wills through the local systems. So that's the DIFC Will Center. Uh, then in, um, and by the way, in the DIFC, you can include assets from all over the UAE. And uh, more so, as of recently, you can also include your global assets. Uh, so, so foreign properties, etc. Exactly. Right. And this is um, this is a fairly new development as well. Uh, originally, when the DFC Will Center was formed, uh, you could only include assets that were based in Dubai. Then they expanded into Iraq, uh, Ras Al Khaimah, Emirate. Uh, but as of now, it includes all of the UAE and furthermore any assets that you may want to include uh, outside of the UAE. So that's the DFC Will Center. Uh, then there's another option for Dubai residents um, who live here. There is, um, uh, they may want to consider registering will through Dubai courts. Mm. And a number of um, people have been doing this. And in the past, it wasn't quite, uh, there was a lot of confusion about um, what it meant to have a will registered before Dubai courts. Many thought that if you register it before courts, therefore that will is now valid. Um, however, that is not the case. Just having a notary of Dubai courts attest your will only confirms that you have now had the will registered, but it does not attest to the validity of the will. And in most cases, when 
uh, when the heirs or the beneficiaries would take uh, the will to for enforcement, uh, the courts would by default apply Sharia law, not the not the law, for example, that would have been stated in that will. Um, so therefore, uh, because of this um, conflict or confusion, if you will, uh, there was an amendment in the law uh, uh, in 2017 that introduced. Um, for Dubai courts, the option of uh, registering, specifically registering wills uh, for non-Muslim expats. However, that law does not allow for, uh, or does not provide for the expressed uh, expressed right uh, for anyone to include guardianship or custody, for example, for the children. Nor does it mention anything about immovable property. So therefore, as of now, it is still, when you go to the Dubai courts, they will tell you it is possible to include both and guardianship and custody and even uh, real estate assets. However, the law itself does not provide for that. So therefore, there is still a big question mark about the validity or the enforce enforceability of those wills uh, in Dubai courts once the time comes. So in other words, yes, you may have a will before Dubai courts that will include and guardianship and custody and movable and immovable property, but when the time comes, to take it to the court for enforcement, uh, the chances are because of the way the law is drafted, chances are that the courts would still apply Sharia as the default law. Now, that being said, Dubai, law, Dubai laws or Dubai court laws are much uh, more affordable financially, and um, that is, it's a price of 2,000 dirhams about uh, for registering a will. It's a big difference between the DFC will, which is uh, 10,000 dirhams, this is 2,000 dirhams. So obviously from a commercial standpoint, it seems a lot more appealing for people to go to Dubai courts and register one before Dubai courts than the DIFC. Um, however, it's important to highlight the, the limitations of doing so uh, before the Dubai courts because of the limitations in the law one, and also the wills need to be drafted in Arabic. There's an option to uh, equally do it or, or translate it into English as well, but there will always be a requirement of doing it in, in Arabic. So if Arabic is not your native language, obviously it's a little more uh, more complicated to do it in both languages. So that's the Dubai court, so that's the second option. The third option is in Abu Dhabi. Now, Abu Dhabi recently also issued a law that clearly allows for Abu Dhabi courts to register wills for non-Muslim expats uh, that by law, specifically mentioned uh, in the law, uh, allows for expats to include rights of guardianship and custody and also real estate assets. Uh, so, in a way, Abu Dhabi courts um, have mirrored, perhaps, or have tried to mirror uh, the options that are available through the DIFC Will Center. Uh, the cost is a lot more affordable. Um, it's 950 dirhams, so it's uh, it's just which is yes, 250 300 dollars. Yes, it's exactly. It's 10% of what the DIFC mm. charges. Uh, but uh, this system still has not been tested, and. Uh, um, that would be the risk, uh, and uh, even though you can include and your and the rights of custody and guardianship and real estate and even global assets, uh, the you will have to do this will in Abu Dhabi in both languages. So it has to also be in Arabic. 
And then the enforcement itself, it just remains to be seen how enforceable these wills are once they're taken to court, which is the necessary process here, by the way. So it's not that you just have a will and you take that will to the respective authorities or entities and have them act on that. Any kind of enforcement of a will be through the DIFC, the Dubai courts or Abu Dhabi courts requires an extra step of taking that will to the courts for enforcement. So you always ultimately need a court order uh, that will um, will uh, confirm the will, one, and two, look in a way and shape um, official enough for other authorities, banks, for example, land department, uh, RTA, or whatever other authorities to act on it. Without it, the will itself will not work. Um, so, And this is why the enforcement part of the will is so incredibly important. Um, so just to sum it up, there are, in relevant terms, three options to register a will, and this only applies for non-Muslim expats, one before the DIFC, one before Dubai courts, and one before Abu Dhabi courts. Uh, the prices are quite um, different. In a DIFC, it's 10,000 dirhams per will. Uh, in Dubai courts, it's 2,000 plus, and in Abu Dhabi, it's about 1,000 dirhams. Uh, but the limitations are quite significant. Uh, only for now, only the DIFC Will Center has proven to uh, to be uh, reliable in in terms of including of rights of guardianship and custody and real estate assets into it for purposes of enforcement. Um, the other two centers are still in testing mode. Okay, so the overridingly important point to make is that if you've moved here from ab abroad, you are not. Muslim, you do need to have a will in place. Um, however, things change as you move through life. Depending on the will you have, you're going to want to add perhaps uh, immovable assets. You buy another house, you buy some commercial office space, whatever it is that you want to add. How easy is it to amend a will here in the Emirates? Uh, great question. In the DIFC, it's quite easy and um I'll separate the types of amendments. Uh, there are two types or two ways in which you can update your will. One refers more, uh, more to just updating the assets that you may have, and the other one is actually amending the terms of the will. Um, so the first one regarding updating. So let's say I bought another house since the time I registered the will. Right. I do not need to amend my will. I just need to update the records that I have uh, an additional asset. Uh, so that's very easy to do. Uh, you can just, as far as the DFC is concerned, you just send a copy of your title deed to the DFC Will Center and they will update the record. And that's uh, added to a, a portfolio, a record? Correct. Is there a cost to that? No, there's no cost to that. Right. If you actually want to amend the will, and that is, for example, you had another child or you have, you now want, you have now been divorced and you want to change the will, that would be an amendment to the will. Right. So amending the will costs 500 dirhams as far as the DFC is concerned. Now, what's important to highlight in all three of the options is that it's actually not necessary to, for the purposes of updating your estate, it's not necessary to, to notify any of the centers because in all three centers there is an option of including, and it's in the DFC, for example, it's a standard option, and the other uh, two types of will should also have this as a standard language, and that is what's called the residuary, residuary estate. And that is a catch-all clause, and that is that here in the 
the will, I've listed out all my specific assets that I want to be included in my estate and divided up as per uh, the, the details mentioned here. Uh, but I also have a clause in there that any other assets I may acquire uh, by the time um, of death, for example, or any other or any assets that might have been changed since then, are also part of my estate. So therefore, it's not necessary to include that you have a, an additional house, for example, or additional bank account. Uh, it's uh, it, by this catch-all uh, clause, all of those other assets that uh, exist at the time of death will be included into the will. Uh, the um, benefit in updating the will is um, just uh, leaving a clear roadmap for your heirs as to what you have. Because let's face it, we're talking about expats and a lot of expats who live here, their families live outside. And so it's difficult for them to know exactly what's going on here. So it's more about leaving a very clear checklist of all the things that you have here that is easier for, for your family or beneficiaries to identify. But really in any one of those um, centers, it's not necessary to do so because by default, all other assets will be included unless you provided for a language um, uh, to the contrary. How publicly accessible is a will? How can my beneficiaries or my family get a hold of a will, should they need to? Well, uh, that's a great question. One, it's uh, in none of these centers, um, the, the register of those who've registered their wills is publicly available. So these records are not publicly available. Uh, and that's in for many people that's a good thing because they don't necessarily want to uh, have their wills to be uh, available to, uh, to the ger general audience uh, however for families uh, the uh, it's important to first of all for the testator and that's the person who is leaving the will mm -hmm. to actually give copies to all those who are involved in for example uh, in either who will be executors or who will be beneficiaries it's good for them to have copies of the wills uh, but in the event that is not done then it's easy for the family um, to reach out for example the dfc will center and and um, um, and then in that way, if they are beneficiaries or if the executors mention the will, it will be very easy for them to get a copy of that will. When you create a will here in the UAE, are there differences between types of wills? For example, is there one, uh, a will that you could just apply to guardianship of children, another one for properties or, or similar? It's a fairly flexible system, and um, you can do you can have as limited or, or as broad of a will as you want it to be. Uh, and uh, in the DFC, there is uh, one will that's just limited only to guardianship. So if you want to have a more abridged or more limited will related only to your children, there's an option to do so. Uh, there is also, if you want to have a will that only addresses your properties, your real estate properties, it's possible to have just a property will. Or if you have companies and you only want to include in that uh, will only your companies, that's also possible. So in fact, the DFC has uh, provided these templates for these more limited in scope wills. And that is if you want to, to only deal with um, disposition of your companies, then you can go, the DFC has a template available to the public, which you basically can use uh, without having to even have a lawyer involved. 
uh, and same thing for guardianship and properties. Uh, in other centers, uh, again, they're very fairly flexible. They, they leave it to you to decide as to how narrow or broad you want it to be. Uh, and um, uh, so it's, it's possible to just limit it to guardianship, uh, but I caution uh, the enforceability of any wills that are registered before, for example, Dubai notary or Dubai courts, uh, and they're only limited to guardianship and custody uh, because for at enforcement there may be issues with regards to that because of the way the law is drafted. So to sum up, just very briefly, if you have children or you have assets of some description here in the UAE, you need a will. Absolutely. Highly recommended. That's another logical light, a question that comes up time after time after time, just why wills are so 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 important here in the uae as a non-muslim if there's a legal question that you'd like answered we'd be happy to try we'd love to hear from you uh, you can find us online just hit contact at lylawyers.com or you can get in touch via our whatsapp number 00971 is the uae code 52525 and wherever you find your podcasts be sure to look out listen for and tell your friends about Logical and our bite-sized legal answer podcasts like this one, Logical Light. There's something new every week.